How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Welcome back. Chucky's coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 and the DMV. In Richmond, you can check us out on 910 The Fan and 105.1 FM. And we are... Streaming live on the Odyssey app. Take us on the go wherever you may be with that Odyssey app. You can also watch us right now on the Monumental Sports Network. We're presented by Crop Metcalf, the official heating and cooling company of the Junks. Yesterday, we spent some time talking about that Adam Schefter tweet where he said, hey, the new owner of the Commanders, Josh Harris, he's not only at the Combine, which I guess is rare for owners, He's sitting in on the quarterback meetings, and we debated whether that was a big deal or not. We figured, let's get some insight on Josh Harris from somebody who's covered him. Elliot Shore Parks, he covers the Sixers and the Eagles for WIP. What's up, Elliot? Hey, what's going on? How you guys doing? Hey, we're doing great. Um, we had heard that Josh Harris wasn't necessarily a beloved figure in Philadelphia. What was your sense of, of his ownership of the Sixers and how the fans have received him? Yeah, so I, I think the biggest issue, if you were to pull Sixers fans with Joshua Harris, Josh, about Joshua Harris, would be just a feeling that they don't think he cares a lot about the Sixers. Like I, he, they, they seem, I think they think he's more of an absentee type of owner than he probably is. Um, I think a lot of the Sixers' playoff struggles probably pair into that and being and being critical of Joshua Harris. But you know, my my opinion of having you know covered the Sixers during Joshua Harris's time here as the owner is. I think he's a great owner. Like, mm. I think he does a lot of things you really, really want in an owner. Uh, and I would start by saying he spends a lot of money. Like, the Sixers always hire the most expensive candidates, whether that be GM, head coach. They're always near the top of the league in money spent. And, look, they're not perfect in the decisions they make, but I definitely think they get all the resources they need. And I also think Joshua Harris is a smart guy. Like, the guys he hires, um, you know, the whole process thing that he did here – you can be critical of it and say it didn't work, but it certainly was outside the box thinking and a willingness to try something different. So, uh, you know, from a fan perspective, I think they feel he probably isn't super invested in the Sixers emotionally, but financially, I think he, he's been a great owner for the team. And I just think he's inquisitive because he talked about when he took over the, the Sixers that he wanted to be in the draft room, but he didn't want to influence picks. I think he just wants to figure out how it all works. This is his first go around with, an NFL team as opposed to him owning the Devils and the Sixers. I, I thought people just overreacted and automatically thought, oh, he's the next Dan Snyder. He's meddling. He wants to be in the room and the quarterbacks are being interviewed. But look, this is going to be the face of his franchise going forward for the next five, seven, or ten years. He's the owner. He has the right to be in the room when the guys are being interviewed, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't think there is a single negative of him being in that room. In fact, I think it's an extremely positive sign. And I'll tie in the Eagles here uh, in terms of ownership. I mean, you know, the Eagles, and I'm sure this isn't a popular statement, you know, for, for Washington, but the Eagles have been without question one of the most successful franchises over the last, you know, you could say 10 years, 20 years, really since Jeffrey Lurie has taken over. And Jeffrey Lurie, when the Eagles were 
when they look for their franchise quarterbacks back in 2016, where they had the number two pick and they interviewed all the guys, Jeffrey Lurie was extremely involved in that. Like he went out to dinner with the guys. He was in the meetings. So I think it's, it's an incredibly positive sign for Washington that Joshua Harris is involved. And the other thing I'll say about Harris, to your point about his involvement, like the Sixers completely turned around once he took over, when, when he took over, they were a team that was consistently like a seven, eight seed, you know, just good enough to get there, not good enough to be a real title contender. Since like the first year or two of the process where they tank to get uh, picks, they've been one of the best teams in the, in the NBA. Obviously not out of the second round. That, that's not good. And Sixers fans will tell you that. But they're constantly title contenders. So I think Joshua Harris being involved is, is an extreme positive uh, for Washington. Was he known as a meddler? In terms of you know, acquiring talent, would he would he overrule GMs or coaches for drafts or free agents, that type of thing? No. I mean, the only thing, the only decision I would say, and I don't know if I'll count this as meddling, is, you know, Sam Hinkie during his time here, obviously the process, uh, the league got involved in that. And I think there's some criticism of Joshua Harris from the fans of his kind of uh, – he didn't really fight super hard to keep Sam Hinkie. He kind of let the league take over. But in terms of, you know, who they signed, uh, the draft decisions they make, anything like that, no, I don't think he's, he's involved in that whatsoever. Now, I will say maybe in Washington, because it seems like he genuinely has a, more, a greater passion for Washington, uh, for Washington Commanders than he does the Sixers. Like, maybe he would be there. But in, with the Sixers, no, he, he lets people do their jobs. He let Maury, he lets Daryl Morey do what Daryl Morey wants to do. He obviously let Sam Hinkie run the process up until the league stepped in. So I've never gotten the sense that Joshua Harris is someone that's going to come in and, uh, and put his foot down. I think, you know, he's just someone that's very involved and likes to know what's going on. Uh, at least that seems that's what's happening in Washington. I have to ask you, I've never heard anybody call him Joshua and you're going with Joshua Harris. Is that why? I mean, is there a reason behind that? Does he like to be called Joshua? I just, I've always called him Josh. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I think in Philly, maybe that's how he's discussed. I, I Maybe huh. that's just something I'm doing. But, you know, yeah, I mean, I think in, in Philly, he's kind of referred to as that. I don't know if it's a preference thing, though. We, we're still getting to know him, and, you know, we've seen him at various press conferences, et cetera, but I haven't encountered him personally yet. Is he an intimidating guy? Like, what kind of vibe does he give you? Definitely not an intimidating guy. I mean, I, I, I will say like Joshua, Josh Harris, maybe is now I should start saying, mm-hmm. is not going to blow, is not going to blow you away at press conferences. Kind right. of mild mannered speaker. Uh, I don't think a great public speaker. Right. So no, I wouldn't say he's a, he's an intimidating guy uh, at all. I mean, again, like my experience of, of Josh Harris has been just that he's willing to spend a lot of money. And that's kind of the back and forth I get into with Sixers fans is Sixers fans want him on the sideline, you know, cheering and he is there sometimes but they they don't feel like he's super invested i think that's a good quality to have in it's a quality you want in an owner but it's not critically important what you want is someone that's going to spend a ton of money and let people do their jobs and so while he's not like a super intimidating guy he's not going to walk in and like slam the desk and all that like i do think he's a very smart guy talking to elliot shore parks from wip covers the sixers and eagles switching uh topics a little bit uh the commanders hired um, your former offensive coordinator. Can you fill us in on Brian Johnson? So Brian Johnson is another guy that I think if you had Eagles fans on, their perception of him would be a lot different than what I'm going to say. I think Brian Johnson unfairly caught a lot of criticism for the Eagles' struggles last season. 
Uh, I think that's just because he was the new guy, right? Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts helped him go to the Super Bowl. And Brian Johnson was on the staff, but he wasn't the offensive coordinator. Last year, Brian Johnson being the new guy, I think he caught a lot of criticism unfairly for that. The Eagles were still the seventh best offense in the NFL, or at least they were, you know, up until those final, that final week or two until they obviously fell apart. Um, I, I think Brian Johnson is a very bright guy. My time around him, I think he's, he's very smart. I think players really like him. Um, and, you know, as a former quarterback, I think he brings a good perspective there. So as a play caller, you know, it was his first year doing it, and I don't think it was outstanding. He probably needs some some work there, but it was only his first year. I think a lot of, you know, coaches struggle in their first year on the job in general as you learn how to do it. So I advocated for Brian to stay. Um, I think he is a, a smart guy. I think he would have helped the Eagles staff, and I do think it was a good hire for you guys. How much pressure is on Sirianni in 2024 after the hot start 10 and one, and then they go one and six to close the season. I would guess uh, there has to be a deep playoff run for him to feel comfortable there in Philly in 2024. Yeah, there's a lot of pressure on the, on the whole team. I would say on in Jalen, excuse me, on Jalen as well. I mean, Jalen really took a step back last year. He turned the ball over twice as much last year as he did the previous year. Uh, I thought his decision-making wasn't as good. I thought he abandoned the pocket too quickly. So I think there's a ton of pressure on Jalen, but there's absolutely a ton of pressure on Nick as well. Uh, you know, obviously they hired, they, they fired both of the coordinators this year. You don't often see a head coach fire both coordinators and keep their job. Um, so the beginning of the season is going to be incredibly important. They opened the year in Brazil. Um, if they were to lose that game, if they were to start one and two, I think things could get really ugly. Lurie is not like a fire of the guy in season. And I do think he still has some faith in Sirianni. But being in Philadelphia and with the way the season ended and how ugly it was, there's no question that, like, Sirianni is – and then the really Jalen and a lot of the people in that building are on a hot seat heading into next year. Man, going back to your point, Brian Johnson gets fired. They did finish eighth in yards and seventh in points per game. So both yards and points, the Eagles were top ten offensively in the NFL, and Brian Johnson gets let go. So now he's going to be – the assistant head coach and offensive pass game coordinator for the commanders. Yeah. I, again, I, I always said, I always said the Eagles fans that if you read Brian Johnson's resume, people would be excited about hiring. I think it's just, you know, last year he was the new guy. Like they lost Shane Steichen. And I think it's really easy to point the finger at Brian Johnson when you already see Sirianni and Jalen Hurts have success without him in that role. And I'm not completely absolving him of, of blame. I mean, the offense struggled the second half of the season, they were really bad in the playoff game. Like he deserves credit of blame. For that. He's the offensive coordinator. He has to do a better job. But I really think the main problem last year with the Eagles was execution. Like the coaching wasn't perfect, but I know there were plays there to be made that the players did not make. So yeah, I think Brian Johnson uh, to add him to your staff and not even as your coordinator, just to like have him in the building where he doesn't have to call plays. I, I think it's a smart hire. Elliot, what's the buzz with what the Eagles do with their their draft picks? They are sitting at number 22 in round one. They have hmm. four of the top 97 picks in the draft. They have that extra second rounder uh, from New Orleans. What, what do you, which direction do you think they go with number 22? I would look at the lines probably uh, with their, their first round pick. They're a team that always invests heavily in the lines, uh, whether it be defensive line, offensive line. Uh, and I, They don't need a ton of help there currently. I mean, if Kelsey were to retire, that certainly impacts things on the offensive line. If it's not Reddick is traded, the need for an edge rusher goes up. But I think I would look at the lines on that um, on that first pick. And then in the second round, I really think they could go a number of different ways. They have a ton of salary cap space. I think they're going to be very aggressive in the free agency market. I think they'll add you know two or three impact starters in free agency. 
So that could impact what they do in the second round. But maybe a, a, a number three receiver, I think they'll look at corner potentially. Uh, Darius Slay, I think is still a good player, but you know he's probably on the, the back half of his career. So they could go a number of different ways um, uh, with with those picks. But, yeah, I think I would look at the lines with that first pick. I was really surprised at how how much of a um, you know a downturn this team took over the last, yeah. like you said, six weeks. But then, of course, heading into the playoffs, I did not expect the blowouts. I didn't necessarily think they were going to win all these games, but to get blown out you know, by San Francisco, blown out by the Cowboys, lose to the Cardinals at home the way they lost – Oh, man. And then go to Tampa in the playoffs and get worked. Um, I can't even imagine what the Eagles fans were. Were they blaming more of the coaches? Were they blaming Hurts? Where was all the blame going from Eagles fans? So I'd say from fans, it was definitely towards the coaching staff. Um, I don't know, you know, specifically where they would land now, but if you would have pulled Eagles fans after they lost to Tampa in the playoffs, I would guess a large majority would have wanted Nick Sirianni fired. So I think they, they really do blame the coaching staff. Um, I personally think it was just poor execution. I don't think their offensive line played well. I don't think Jalen played well. Um, their receivers were mostly outstanding, but even in some games, like they had key fumbles, they had key drops. So it just felt like the team to me, I compare it to a great hitter that got in the slump. Like they, they are a great team. They have a ton of talent. They can be a Super Bowl contender next year. But towards that end of the season, that last month, and especially in Tampa, they just looked lost. They looked like a team that didn't believe in themselves. They looked like a team that was frustrated. And as soon as anything went wrong, it felt like it fell apart for them. So the beginning of the season, as I said, is going to be crucial. They need to get their their confidence back. They need to get rolling again. Uh, but no question that fans are definitely like not very happy with the coaching staff heading into next year. Mm. All right, Elliot. Thanks for the info. Appreciate the time. Yep. Thanks for having me on. Talk yep. to you soon. All right. Thank you, buddy. It's Elliot Shore Parks, who's actually pretty high on Josh Harris. Yeah, and it kind of it's it's kind of against what you say, Jason. You always what? said that you heard that you so cheap. Selling a little or a lot. <laughs> Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast how powerful is cox internet powerful enough to let your band members in vegas phoenix and rhode island jam like you're all in the same garage Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. 
Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Well, he's cheap outside of the the team, the actual team. Right. Like yeah. for a door. I mean, he he he'll, he'll spend money on the team. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. he proved that with the Sixers. I don't know what he does with the Devils. I don't mm-hmm. know where their payroll is. Mm-hmm. Um I was talking about like facilities. His reputation with spending outside of the actual roster is different. Well, we'll see if that changes. I mean, Jason Uh Wright came on this station speaking to Grant Danny and talked about the $75 million they're investing in the stadium and the training facility. But we had the grades from the NFLPA and where the commanders got really bad grades Mm -hmm. were a lot of things which maybe they've been cheap on. Locker rooms. Yeah. uh, Cafeteria. I would expect the those family to rooms. They don't have family rooms at the stadium. Yeah. And they don't have a family room at the training facility, which I guess is somewhat standard for professional teams. Mm-hmm. So those are little things where I don't think they have to spend millions and millions of dollars creating a family room where they have a little buffet. For, yeah. That's, and that's I would minimal. expect those to improve. I really would. And I think some teams also offer like daycare during games. Maybe they don't do that, but you know, you hire a couple of nannies or whatever. <laughs> So that wives can bring their two or three kids to sit there from one to four during a game. And then the players appreciate that more. Maybe they just haven't done those little touches the last several years. It looks like the Devils are top six in salary cap spending, at least for this season. Their Mm -hmm. salary cap looks like $86 Yeah, so he's spending there, too. Yeah. Well, I know one guy I'm rooting for in the Devils. (laughs) His name is Nico Heischer. We need that guy just uncork shots tonight on the Ducks goalies. Hmm. All right, the Ducks that. are terrible. Good. They are bad. <laughs> Coming up next, we got EB's entertainment page and Valdez will release his Mount Jugmore. <laughs> More importantly. Don't go anywhere. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.